Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, it's sitting across from me as always. It's why. Hello, everybody. It is I, Lee Michael Kimbrell. Of House Kimbrell. How you doing, nasty boys and girls out there? You good? Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Good clap. Dude, this might be the earliest we've ever recorded a pod. It might be. There's a, dis- a distinct possibility of that. This, this is a before noon pod. Ooh, very horny before noon. I like that. I love that. High noon. High noon. Get after it. Let's drink some bourbon. Oh, that's what it looks like I'm drinking? I, I came in here and Billy's like, you know, working from home. And what is? what are you sipping? Is that ginger ale? That is water. Water. So it was iced coffee. Uh, and then I let it melt down. Then I put water in it. Then it's just more diluted. Okay, because it fully looks like you're just drinking like five fingers of Welly. <laughs> In the morning. Oh, well, that's the dream. That's when you get to (laughs) the point. Instead, I just refill my iced coffee, so then I just have more diluted panic attacks during the day. Damn. Yeah, that's that's all you do. It's a strong move. That's a good move, man. I I had like a... A coffee, coffee-induced panic attack recently. How? What happened? I was driving to the gig last weekend in Batavia. Yeah, but I stopped in Chicago, downtown Chicago, to to, move. to per- purchase a little legal marijuana. Did you get a hot, a hot dog? I didn't get a hot dog. Come on. No, I didn't get a hot dog. But uh, <sighs> this was on Thursday, and I had I like killed the timing. The drive to Chicago from Cincy is nothing. It's, it's like five hours. It's literally less than five hours. It's four hours and thirty-seven minutes. That's that's nothing. Let's go. Yeah, that's nothing. And uh, and you gain an hour. Always forget which that. Which is so great. So it's like a three and a half hour drive. But then you also you lose an hour on the way back. Yeah, man. And I was all fucked up because I was there. Then daylight saving times all happened. Oh. My clock was off. Like my my car clock was off by like two and a half hours. Oh. Yeah, but whatever. So I. <laughs> I'm a dumbass and didn't realize that like recreational marijuana legalized in Chicago mm-hmm. means suburbs of Chicago too. Everywhere. So I'm just like, well, I better stop in the city, buy me some <laughs> weed. Because Rocky, the guy I was working with, uh, had oral surgery, couldn't drink, oh. couldn't smoke cigars, his two lifebloods. Yeah, his life's in shambles. So I, yeah, so I got him some edibles and... It was like an hour from the city to Batavia, mm-hmm. the suburb, but it was bad traffic. So it was like an hour and 35 minutes, but I give myself plenty of time. Right. You know, like the it was move. still an hour and a half to showtime, 90 minute drive with traffic. So I'm in traffic. I just bought a cartridge. I hadn't eaten. Ooh. Not much. I'd eaten like what? Two, ba- two bananas and some nuts from Speedway. I was eating like a bird. And just like four cups of <laughs> Love's hot coffee. Oh, God. Just black, oh, so good. Just black gold, baby. <laughs> and I hit this cartridge because I'm like, I'm just going to be going 10 miles an hour for the next, you know, 35 minutes. Yeah. Whatever. Dude, 
between the weed and the coffee and the empty stomach and the big city traffic, man, I I almost pulled over, dude. Oh, really? Just that? <laughs> Just sweaty palms it's, and shaking? Yeah, man. Oh, and God. I, and I was like, you know, I realized this is some medical, you know, some real legal shit. I took like half a little puff. And it was And toast. I was just, I think it was mostly just the empty stomach coffee panic attack. Oh. But I was just in traffic, just white knuckling it. Like, I'm going to be late. I'm going to bomb. <laughs> I'm going to bomb. I'm going to bomb so hard. Yeah, dude. Dude, I just realized I haven't had anything to eat yet today. And I've been very good about that. Yes. So I've been eating a bagel every morning. Okay. Just to like really reset and have breakfast. Yeah, Because I normally don't. I just yeah, get dude, up. health and food, I... seven bagels a week. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, I'm I'm channeling my people. Yes, and uh, and today I didn't have it, and then I also mixed up my routine. I've been doing this in the morning, coffee and eggnog. In the morning. In the morning. Just having eggnog. Yeah, dude. Does that does that sound crazy to you? Yeah. Okay, it's not. One, yeah. it's fucking delicious. See, I'm not an eggnog boy anyway, but I <sighs> but people are fully allowed to drink eggnog one month a year. Sure, you're I'm just you're just having casual morning. <laughs> you're just drinking eggnog and bagels every morning. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you're like, I'm switching it up. I'm getting healthy. <laughs> I'm getting healthy. Give me this eggnog. Also, here's my thing, man. Like, since Christmas is being celebrated early and earlier, in the next five years, we'll start celebrating Christmas in August uh, and really prepping for it. But I'm like, you know what? I can't have this year round. I might as well nog up, and then I mix some coffee. With it, just to just to see if it would be good, and boy howdy, was it the best thing I've ever had. I'm not mad at you for that, man. See, you, if once you put it logically in, and knowing like January, I'll get one more thing of it, I'm and then much, I'm yeah, done. I'm pretty much only on board because you you said nog up, <laughs> and you know what? You're allowed to nog up, man. Nog, Thanks, nog down with your bad self, dude. <laughs> it's a very bad fatty self. Yeah, dude. But eggnog. God, eggnog and bagels in the morning that is so fucking jewish man <laughs> <laughs> it's not like i'm eating locks it could God be a lot worse damn it. that is so funny it could be so much worse and a couple and a couple fingers of bourbon to to get it all going just to squashle it down you throw that nicotine man man Oof. i'm finding myself to be pretty much like a two shit in the morning guy okay it's so weird like it's been a development over maybe the last two or three months. Not exactly. It, maybe it's a longer pattern than this. I'm just now picking up on it. Sure. But especially, I, I think I'm also picking up on it now because like, I actually have a house and a morning routine mm-hmm. and I can kind of track it. <laughs> yeah. But I'll get up, cup of coffee, hit the Nick stick a couple times, walk in the bathroom, let her rip. Okay. And then uh, I'm a big water in the morning guy. So I'll like mm-hmm. chug two cups of water. See, I don't have that. I need to add that to my routine. Yeah, dude. I'll just like rip two cups of water, mm-hmm. go about my day. Maybe an hour later, here it comes, like the real one. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was the opening act. That was the primer. Coffee and nicotine was the opening act. And then the headliner comes in a little after that. Yeah. It's kind of nice. <laughs> and he kills for 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just murders. <laughs> murders your colon. Yeah, man. It was good. See, I've been... So I was always just an immediate get up and dump boy. Like I do every morning. And then it's just a long 20 minute 
purification of my body plus putting the toxins in my brain with social media so i'm just filtering in the morning yeah, yeah. just you just know filtering filtering you it get all the bad stuff out get the good get stuff it. just and not in the equation get the bad stuff in as well get it all in there it's yeah, a yeah. cycle of bad it's it's great and then uh i did it this morning where i was upstairs and i did my deed and I was just scrolling through Instagram, liking thirst trap photos. Like, this is how you start your morning. And then I uh, came downstairs. And then, like, I had my coffee. And then 30 minutes later, dude, I was in round two. I'm never that guy. Until you bring it up today, this is, this is the first time it's happened in the morning in a long time. Really? Yes. There you go. I'm a one and done. And then, like, Maybe after it has dinner, to do with the eggnog. I didn't have eggnog today. There you go. Just bourbon. Just... <laughs> Yeah, I just had blands in the morning. I put blands and coffee together because I like to waste good bourbon. Uh, mm. But that was that was the move. I think also now since I have more than one toilet in the house because I've lived like that for you know eight years. Now I have two. I have four toilets in here. Yeah, think about that. One, two, three. So there's one here on the first floor, two on the second floor, and then a weird one in the basement. No, that's gonna be yours, dude. Oh, dude, I'm you're gonna be dude. you're gonna really weird out. Alicia's gonna be out of town with the girls or something. Yeah, you're gonna be here by yourself. You're just gonna like tromp down into your partially finished basement, <laughs> fully nude. Yeah, and just have a ripper down there. Yeah. <laughs> just take a naked shit in the middle of your basement. <laughs> It'll be like, thank God for this padded man, toilet I love, seat. I love. Every now and again, you'll see it, man. I what a treat the random basement toilet is you know why it's there why so they can tack it on and on a like if they're listing a house they a, can say it's another half, half bath. bath right it's just a scam to yeah. charge you for more money yeah man well sometimes scams are great what they're if you're down there doing laundry and you're like oh god <laughs> i gotta go but that's what the utility sinks for <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, i've peed in every utility sink that's ever been in my house <laughs> I've peed in everyone I've seen. Yeah, you can just shoot it right into the drain hole. It's beautiful. And it's like it never happened. Ever. It and just goes just... down into the pipes where it belongs. Right. And then guess what? If it's a little you you got a little stinky pee, good thing there's detergent right there. Yes, wash Mask it, it up. Mask it. Wash it up, man. It's fact. Wash it away in the tide. Wash it away. It just goes <laughs> into the whatever. Sneaks Cincinnati right in. Cincinnati watershed. Watershed. We're in the uh we don't have a name for this place yet. We're in the house. We don't have a name. Uh, we were thinking there's a couple. Uh, the Devore Daycare and Spa. I think that's pretty funny because it was a daycare. Yeah, Devore Daycare and Spa is good. Pretty funny. A little lengthy, and I like the alliteration of just uh, Devore Daycare or Daycare Devore. Oh, Daycare Devore. Daycare Devore makes it sound French. It like when you very. put Daycare first, it sounds like Daycare Devore. Oh, yeah, that that's in play. Okay, I like that. See, the switch, I didn't think of. I thought the and spa was pretty funny. Yeah, I like the and spa. I like the and spa. It's just length. Yeah, you bring up a very good point. The Devore Daycare and Spa, but you know, there's something to it. I like that. Mm -hmm. It is spa-ish. It's got a dulcet, relaxing tones. Very much, and there's massage tables everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. We're, sit we're, we're actually blocked in by the couch with three of them. It's, it's quite the sight. But it's the first time, and then we're also going to have a full studio upstairs, but that involves doing a lot of other things first. Yes. Like, um, not, like not sleeping on a mattress on the floor. Yeah. That would be, that's not ideal. Tell you what, though, I don't know why. I've slept better in here. I bet. I don't get it. I bet. We well, have blackout blinds in the apartment. Here, 
No clue. Listen, we've got a bed frame, okay? Sure. I built myself a bed frame a couple years ago. I remember. Because I was tired of all of the uh, hate for mattress on the floor. It's not a bad setup. It really isn't. Okay, okay how I'm about with this? You. How about a mattress on the floor? Where's your box spring? My box spring is a four-bedroom house. <laughs> it's on the ground of my manor. <laughs> yeah, it's manor. like, it, I don't know. It's like, it's. I love a mattress bed, dude. I don't mind it. She doesn't like it. Aesthetically, I understand it. Sure. You, I am, but, but like... Flop house kind of situation sure, you think of. It can get that, but then it could also look like very cool and chic. If you do it right, you of course. You gotta do it right, you know? Uh, I, you know what? I'm, I'm even just glad to have a mattress on the floor because there was a point where I was living with my sister uh, for six months where I just slept on the floor. On the ground. Yeah. I couldn't move my bed in. She's like, you're going to stay too long if you move your bed in. I was like, well, I'm still going to be here six months. And she didn't have a... Uh-uh. And it was like right down the street from my parents' house. That's ice cold. Very cold. Very, very brutal. But... I made through it. I got through. I got. I somehow just got my hair in my mouth. But yeah, made through it. But like, it's just the subtle upgrades. So I don't know. She hates it, and I get it. But I haven't slept better. I don't get it. But we're gonna. There's other things. Yeah, it's on the, the sleep list. of a man who just purchased a home. Yeah, it's just like night that. night. Yeah, cool. Night night. Perfect. Got Thank that you. off. Got that off the chest. Got that in there, and then. Uh, yeah, man, we've been uh, we've been super busy. You were gone. Uh, what did I do? I had shows last weekend. I got shows coming up this weekend. We're booked out for like the next two. High months. grain looked sick. High grain was fantastic. Yeah. To anyone who listens to the pod and came, reveal yourself next time. <laughs> yeah. I know you were there. I know you were there. Reveal yourself, and then you know what? The offer stands. It moves from the to the off season where if you come to a show and you because you came because you listened to the podcast. Guess what? go hey billy i came out to see you because i heard this on the podcast and i go guess what i'm buying you a beer yeah you'll get a beer there too that's where it's not hard or whatever you want just show me you're listening yeah i know let us know man let us know it's not that hard but you know i just want to invest in you that's all i want to do we want to invest in you as fans because you know between us and uh you guys we love the Reds. Love them. That's a def- that's a unifying factor. That's why we're all here right now. We love the Reds. Yes. Uh, as much as we want to invest in you guys right now, I don't know. Obviously, I'm emotionally invested in the Reds. Sure. But if there was some weird simulation of a world that we lived in where I could like invest money in the Cincinnati Reds, I that'd be a tough one. It'd be a tough one. Would be a cool thing to do. But is there a place you could do that? There is. Well, tell me more. It's a thing called Symbol. Oh. Yeah, Symbol. It's very cool. And uh, it's the new sponsor that we have. No kidding. We have a new sponsor that you guys you guys are going to love it, man. Symbol is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off of your sports knowledge. On Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks. And every time your teams win, you earn cash. It's a really cool idea. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash pay outs when your teams win join the 7000 plus early adopters who have started to invest in their favorite teams visit www.simbull.com to create a free account and when you deposit make sure to use the promo code sd, SD. 
to make your deposit risk-free. Visit symbol.com and use the promo code SD and your deposit will be risk-free. Risk-free means that even if you lose money, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. So join Symbol and start investing and profiting from your favorite teams. Hey, sounds like a great man. That's a pretty cool thing, man. I'm going to send that to... uh, a bunch of my buddies. You should. I, I mean, it's 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 actually the more I think about it, I think it's kind of a sick idea, man. I think it's a great move and getting in on the ground floor, get there early. Before yeah, the it fact pops that there's up. only seven thousand adopters is cool. It's, like you, you could go in and potentially make some money right now. Absolutely. You know. And, and, you know, say you get in on the ground floor where you're buying into a certain team that's got some young prospects, some young guns coming up. Yeah. You could double, triple your investment. I know. Who knows what happens? So, potentially, that could be a Reds. Yes. And, you know... It could be. It could be, you know? And and once you go on Symbol and make a shit ton of money, you're probably... About sports, you're probably going to want to go online and talk about it in an audio-only uh, platform. Oh, y- you know what? I think there's a place where you can do that. Yeah, there is. It's uh, Spotify Greenroom. Huh, I've never heard of them. Tell Spotify me Greenroom, live, audio-only, zero-video, sports talk platform. You can talk to us. You can talk to other fans. You can talk to athletes, insiders in real time. Uh, get in on the conversation you know you listen to the shit all day you listen to the radio you watch tv you listen to podcasts all of that uh now is the time for you to get into the driver's seat you got something to say go over to spotify green room and show your share your own experiences and takes on the app it's a cool thing uh uh, you know you you might even have a chance to be featured on the reds podcast who yeah who knows wouldn't that be fucking something it'd be neat huh yeah spotify green room you got to download the the app. Uh, it's the free in the iOS app store. If you have an Android, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> create a profile, link your Twitter, join the league, man. Follow us at the new Nasty Boys, and uh, yeah, we'll be going live on Spotify Green Room Some, next year. Next year, twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Big soon. plans for it. Uh, let's get right into it. Let's just hop into the bullshit. Uh, Wade Miley is now a Chicago Cub. God damn it. Wade Miley, uh, the Reds supposedly shopped him and saying, hey, anybody want this? We don't want to pay him a million bucks to watch him play for somebody else. And 29 teams went, no, thank you. And then uh, they said, okay, we'll put you on waivers. They put him on waivers. And guess what? The guy didn't clear waivers. Or guy didn't clear waivers. Somebody picked him up. And it was the Chicago Cubs. They would be paying his full $10 million salary, which now points puts us at $17.5 million dollars. Uh, with open payroll and combine that with Nick Castellanos, you're looking at $33.5 million that is off the books. Good for that. That happening, I guess. <laughs> the, cool. Cool. Only way to look at it positively. You know what, man? Let's We can just be positive about it. At least Bob Castellini ha- has like more money. Uh, you know, thank God that he has more money that he can put back into the Reds, right? Uh, we can only hope. <sighs> Um, that fucking blows so hard. I hope that the Reds win a bunch of ball games next year, and I hope that Wade Miley the the schedule lines up and that he goes five and zero against us. I sure hope. That- I I mean, I'll even say that as a Reds fan. Yeah, I'll be rooting. I hope that we fucking take two out of three or three out of four every series against the Cubs. Yeah, but if we face Wade Wade Miley, I hope he just. Hulks out and owns. dominates us. Owns, dude. Owns. 
I think that when I think the writing on the wall was for it was there when they got rid of Tucker, and we talked about that last week. And then Wade Miley seemed like a no-brainer to pick up that option and move forward. We were both clearly wrong, and they did what we thought they would. But knowing what they have coming up behind with with everybody else, and they're trying to make room in the rotation for him, I, I get totally it. get that. But that type of value is worth way more than ten million dollars, and you think you would hold on to that and try and flip it for more pieces later but I, on, right? But then you also, th- I think that it shows that budget, f- like roster payroll flexibility, seems far more important to them instead of developing and acquiring pieces. Do you think? And obviously, this is pattern behavior from. Castellini, it's not like he's known to go and spend a lot of money. Uh huh. Minus minus the Dick Williams era when we did right, the and, one time. and we went and got Moose and we did all that and it was very exciting. Yes. Um, one time, it one was time. an anomaly. Yes. We know who Bob Castellini is, but even like uh, the fire fire sale is a strong word. Extremely. F- fire sale is a strong word. It's it's not that, but um, just this urgency. The urgency is what freaks me out because it's like you said, give him $10 million now and then trade him. Someone picks up most of that money and you yep. get more pieces. Exactly. That seems elementary style front office stuff. Exactly. The urgency freaks me out and it's like, it freaks me out about the bargaining agreement. It freaks me out about where Bob Castellini as an owner maybe thinks where it's going to go. Sure. Is he fucking just stacking as much cash as he is because he's like, there's no way we come to an agreement. None. We're not playing in 2022. No. And there's definitely going to be a labor shortage because of that. Yes. There has to be. I know there will be. That's, the, that's a concerning point to me. It's not surprising that Bob is being Bob. No. But it is, it's like, it, man, you could spend money. I, yeah. We Here, say this all the time, but spend money to make money. Right. But you also have, on top of that, you have Nick Crawl going out and saying that we are doing this for budget realignment. We are doing this to to focus on younger talent and growing younger talent. And a lot of people are saying the Reds are trying to be in the frame of the Tampa Bay Rays. That's a great idea, but you aren't implementing it in the other facets of of your minor league system. We have that now with that system yeah, in place. Yeah, we literally with just started. We just started that with the pitching. That happened when we brought in Kyle Bodie. Where is that for the other side of the coin exactly. with hitting development? We're still looking for someone to fill the shoes as his assistant hitting director. You can't say you're building this stuff and that you're focusing on younger talent without accruing younger talent yes. in doing that. And Which, you accrue younger talent by holding on to Wade Miley and trading him in June. Now, there's that, but then there's also you're running this risk with Wade Miley. Wade Miley is wildly inconsistent. Um, he finished the year bad. He finished the year hurt, yeah. which is what he did in 2020. Um, which that was a low-hanging bet when you signed him. And you're like, let's see. It worked out in 2021. Did not work out in 2020. Um, but it's so wildly inconsistent. I'm looking at. He could be cooked. He's getting up there. Yeah, yeah. Here, dude, I'm looking at his baseball reference right now. The man will be in his age 35 season, but with his stuff and the way that he pitches, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, he could be like Jamie Moyer and pitch till he's 43 he if his body doesn't give up on him. He had the slowest average fastball in Major League Baseball this year, and it worked out. Yeah, 91.2. Now. What we need to re- what we all need to realize is that he spent a lot. Of- he spent the most amount of his time 
in Arizona with four in four seasons. He spent one in uh, one in Boston, one and a half in Boston, then the other half in Seattle, two in Baltimore, one in Milwaukee where he switched everything up, Derek Johnson, and then went to Houston for a year, continued to have some success until the last three starts where he found out he was tipping his pitches. And then 2020 happened. You know, he was hurt, and then 2021, he put it together again because he was with Derek Johnson. I don't know why I thought he was a Kansas City Royal at one point. He just looks like someone who would play is for the Royals. Is he not the most Royals-looking motherfucker of all time? Yeah, he has Homer Bailey face. Yeah, he. Yeah, God, he looks like a Kansas City Royal. <laughs> oh, yeah, looks good in white and blue. So, I am under... I totally get it, like... But knowing that his past production is worth 10 is worth more than 10 combined with disco looking to get uh, an annual salary of with with the with the with like a four year with the annual salary of 14 million are the giants going to give him that or are they offer they're him looking that? they're looking to offer him around that yeah three years 43 mm-hmm. that's good for disco good man. for him man he's always had the talent so i think that they are saying we'd rather not pay him 10 million and try and move him at the deadline to make room for Lodolo and Green and San Martin and all these dudes that have potential to be lower-end starters now, high-end later, and saying, we'll save the money, save the risk involved, and move, and, and just build the rotation now. Listen, I, I can get, follow that logic. It's infuriating still. I can follow that logic. And I can get behind that logic and be excited that at least we do have Lodolo Green, San Martin Gutierrez to be excited about. But uh, it's just more the same. It's the same rant that I went on about the Tucker thing. It's just it's just uh, as if we needed more of an indicator. Mm-hmm. It is just a blatant fuck off to the fans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Wade Miley fan club was 60, 70 deep at every Miley start. Exactly. It, he, it, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just more affirmation that indeed the, the Cincinnati red fans just do not come in to the picture at all when decisions are being made. And I know that that's even kind of romanticizing it a little bit, uh, like more, a lot. These, Guys, every team in the league makes business decisions, but there are some teams that find a way to have that fucking guy. Yep. There are some owners and there are some GMs who are tapped into their their city enough and their organization enough that they realize that, you know, Tucker Barnhart retires a red. Yes. A guy from Brownsburg, Indiana. Like that's legacy building type shit. As a as a franchise, sure, like longevity. Um, you know, if you can have a guy that's in on your team for ten fucking years, who's good and wins a couple gold gloves, and now I'm back on Tucker, but like, that's good for your organization. Agreed. It it, it, it means it, that there's a guy with influence in your city for a decade. Yeah, it it changes shit. I agree. Not wait, you know, Wade Miley. Not a lot of players have fan clubs. No, no, not generated fun ass fan clubs like that. Oh man, I'm with you. But you also, I mean, but you also have the other side of the coin where they're looking at just spreadsheets and payroll. I get and it. And that is told. And and the and and Tucker was offered. Hey man, you can come back. We just can't afford to pay you seven point five million dollars to be a backup catcher. And that's fine. And and it sucks that that he wouldn't negotiate and 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 wouldn't 
come down off that stoop. Which yeah, sucks. It's all, it, the, so it's the on both sides. The business side of all of it sucks. It sucks. It does. And as a fan, it's ugly. And listen, I get it, man. I'm down for some of it. Yeah, and it, it's funny. I'm just so player first, and I know you are too. Sure. We're just so player first as fans, and it's like, Tucker Barnhart has his signature on a contract that says they were going to give him $7.5 million. Right. And then they just said, no, we're not. I know. It, it, God, that shit sucks. But here is where I'm like, okay, in good faith, you know, saving this money, like, okay, moving towards a youth, uh, a youth movement and all of this stuff. As i.e., we're not spending money. We're going to do a slight rebuild and just try and win with as little as we have here. Um, Luis Castillo He's is gone, dude. quote rumored to be hearing offers on him. Okay, AKA they're shopping him fully. Shopping, calling teams, have Ca- to calling teams, pulling a Blake Snell. That is a full raise move. Just. Trading him with two years left on his deal, knowing that he is full prime. Yeah. And knowing that he will walk in after his last year of arbitration at 31 years old, which isn't crazy for a guy with that type of stuff to find and get a massive four or five year deal yeah. after that. Um I hate it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I mean I just hate it a lot. A guy who is an ace. A, a straight up ace, and ace. this is a year where he becomes the bona fide ace. We've been through a lot with Luis, and a lot of it was how he was pitching starting the year, where we were so disappointed and realizing that he got away from himself. He was, yeah, he just showed, yeah, he was a human. He was well, and he was also pitching high in the zone when that's not his game. No, went back to his game and was dominant again. He's ace, so he's one. He's ace. He's one. Would you be mad knowing what is co- what could be coming with Lodolo and Green and saying Hunter Green could be that ace in the next? He could be an ace dude in a year, be it in a in rookies seven, are coming up. Time. The, the athlete has changed. People are coming up and just being dominant early. right off the bat. Say you get from the Mariners like a Julio Rodriguez who is tops in baseball, the number one prospect in the Mariners system, and knowing that guy could be playing center or right field for the Reds for a really, really, really long time. Yeah. But you're trading away Luis. Would you be okay with that? Um. <sighs> I mean, look at what the Twins got for Barrios, dude. They got a haul. Yeah. They got two ready-made dudes that are going to be studs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just the it's it's the crux of this entire conversation that we're having. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's like, yeah, I can see that. I I guess, you know, if at least we're excited about the rebuild. You know, <laughs> You know, I mean, it's it's like trading Luis. If we could get if we could get Rodriguez, mm-hmm. and maybe another arm, yeah, just another like, arm to throw into a top fifty arm in their in system. their system to throw into this new DJ world that we've got going on, and yeah. then it's like, then it's smart. Yes. To go one and one for a 20-year-old prospect, no matter the upside, man, it's like... When you have a known entity. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'd like. I would want. A, I would want like one more piece, an arm that we could, you know, that DJ would be like, hell yeah. Okay. You know, let's do it. I mean, let's go ahead and do it. We, you know, <laughs> fuck it, man. I mean, I know. what, Sonny, and then three rookies and one f- sophomore. Well, you've got it's like what? So okay, hold on. I'm thinking about it. You've got Sonny at the top. Tyler Malley's your two. Mm. Mally, yeah. Don't forget about that. Yeah, Mally, Mally, Mally. maturation yeah, top, is... Top 15 in like every statistic right, in the league. Top five in strikeouts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mally. Okay. Mally. And then you follow that with Gutierrez, Lodolo Green. Hey, I'm horny for San that. Martin. That's at least like really exciting. It's a really... It's still a very... Potentially still a very good starting rotation. It's very exciting. Um, but division winning rotation still has Luis Castillo in it and a World Series winning yes. rotation has Castillo in it. And if they trade him, they're just saying we're just punting till the next great See, thing. That's, and you're- that's why I because when you ask how do I feel about it, I I you know, we could pull that trigger and let it rip, but the mm-hmm. way that I really feel about it is that like if we do that. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like a real rebuild. We just sent away our best pitcher. Yes. If we trade Luis, then it's like, you know, then we are truly rebuilding and hoping to catch lightning in a bottle. And, yo, Lodolo and Green could both sealing out at a Castillo level. Of course. I mean, we got Luis Castillo for Dan Straley. Don't you forget that. Which is crazy to think about. I mean, it's all when we have these known entities now, it's like, well, we also traded away a known entity then Yeah, to get it. Um, But it just doesn't seem like they're investing in the fans. Uh, But I know somewhere where you can invest in the franchise. Invest in a team? What, Symbol? Yeah, Symbol! I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Symbol. It's the sports stock market. It allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you get a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team's going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first risk-free deposit. Risk, 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 free, free, free deposit. Uh That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you simple will refund your initial deposit no questions asked and you can talk about symbol and all other sports on spotify green room oh, it's a live wow. audio only sports talk platform talk to me other fans athletes and insiders in real time spotify green room just download it on the ios or android app log in and log in and link it to your twitter uh follow us at the new nasty boys and follow at sports drink uh spotify green room come with your spiciest takes yay code word sd code word sd nuts, nuts. There we go. Walked oh, in. Damn it. But honestly, the fact that they aren't investing in is again as fans is dis and like saying like we're really going for it, where they're saying like, Well, we'll go with youth and then see what happens. If they're gonna go and have this youth movement, I swear to fucking God, you can't just keep plugging holes again next year with this these scrap heap pickups for your bullpen. Definitely not. Just if you're gonna be like, We're all youth movement, then every person I see that picks up a ball that from that bullpen that you are quote youth movementing better be moving from triple a to the big leagues Agreed. or double a to the big Agreed. leagues you fucking throw them out and you put them in the fire it needs to be that enough of this it, it's that that's where the problem is so um yeah i mean that's a okay so okay in your opinion uh-huh. are we is it only going to be addition by subtraction or will we allot 
any minuscule amount of money to go out and try to get a bullpen arm or a right fielder. I think they do go out and spend a little bit of money with as much as coming that's coming off the books. Yeah. You have to to ensure some type of stability saying that we are still At least trying. trying. Right, because you don't have anyone to play right field. We don't have a right fielder. No. You and Aquino's just not, you know. No, of course not. If you, just, if you if you if, if if we're starting with him in right field, Good luck. We're a 74-win ball team Truly. in a weak division. Yeah, that guy will bet two. Mm-hmm. Maybe. If you're lucky. If, so, I was thinking about this the other day. I know it's kind of off track, but like, if Gino comes up back next year and bats 215, mm-hmm. it's like we got another player on the team. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? And I think he's going to do that. I think he will. I mean, dude, he's not... Too far removed from batting 265. No, exactly. Like, he's... I was watching some old Gino clips the other day, man. Like, Gino, right... Like, like even before we gave him the contract. Yeah. When he was earning the contract. Gino, Gino rips, dude. Gino yes. Gino rules. I, it, you've said it all season last year, but, like, he was hurt. It was a season-long thing. Man... That last month. That's just, you know, we're the optimist boys, but, like, for real... Gino could come back and it's like we signed fucking Trevor Story. <laughs> exactly. You know? And that's and you know what? Look at his last month of stats. I mean, he He, he was hot. He was hot because his shoulder finally felt normal. It takes 18 months to get over wrist injury. I can't even imagine a shoulder. No, dude. So him back, people are saying we have a hole at third. No, Gino's gonna no, be back. No, we really don't. We don't. And then if Moose comes close to hitting what he's supposed to. Yeah, Moose is another one of these wild fucking card. wild cards where it's like we uh, we signed him for four years and we haven't even gotten him for uh, virtually half a season. You know? We have had him for maybe... not e- Nowhere near... 40 games? Yeah. Over two years. Yeah. 40, 45 games. So Moose coming back and if he could... I know he's getting up there, man, but like... And he's been hurt, but... You know, we saw what Joey did this last year. Exactly. It's like Moose could come out. We could come out and it could be, oh, shit. Instead of Winker, Votto, Castellanos, Naquin, or whatever, we go, you know, we're thinking like, damn, Moose and Gino are on a fucking tear right now. Yeah. Winker's losing, you know? So, I don't know. I don't know either, but it also... Uh, I don't know. Who's playing shorts? (laughs) It, it better be our boy. I mean, if you're going young, it's got to be Jose. It has to be. There's gotta, no way around. You got to go, Jose, man. I just wish. And then who's playing? You have too many questions now. Where it's like, who's playing right field? Of course, but who's also playing center field? I know. The Yankees are clearly interested in Starling Marte. He's looking for a four-year. I don't. I wouldn't not, give it to. We're him. not going to give anybody. We're a not big doing any contract. We're not doing anything in it's that like in that realm. We were in the realm of an Adam Duvall, and then he fully performed himself into like six more million dollars this year. I don't know Duvall at the beginning. I mean, he was with Miami for like one year mill ten or yeah one year ten yeah. And then he went out and hit 43 home runs in the season and won a gold glove. Right. And is in, and also is... Uh, World Series champ. World Series champ. Nomin- and I think he's also in the running for a silver slugger. Uh, albeit, 
I think that he, you, you realistically need to sign either him or Jock. Yeah, you have to. You're, you've actually painted yourself into that corner. Yeah, because you can't go from Castellanos to nothing. To, to nothing. To, to nothing. To Max Schrock, the legend. <laughs> the but, legend of sorry, Max Schrock. Let it grow. Let the legend grow. <coughs> but you have painted yourself into that corner. So I, I'm excited to see what happens at the winter meetings coming up. But if one of those guys is not a red, and knowing that we almost traded for Jacques in like 20... <coughs> when he was a Dodger. 2019, yeah. I know, we've had our eyes on him forever. and He'd be fun in that park, he'd man. He'd be perfect. Could you imagine Jacques and Cincy as far as like rah-rah? That, I, that, I would dig that. That big dick energy with Jesse? Yeah, dude, he's Jewish Yasiel Puig. <laughs> <laughs> Jewish Puig. Jewish Puig. Uh, Dweeg. Fuck yeah. I'm a big dweeg guy. Yeah. But yeah, dude, that's I think that's where you... Um... Fuck, I don't know, man. I mean, it's just like... I mean, it's like what you were saying. It's there's, Of course it is. It, we're in the middle of November. The World Series ended two weeks ago. Yeah. It's so, so early on. But... And we're being loud this early. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. But we have so many question marks... And we already just know with the budget, like, we know that we are monetarily not going to take care of them. Correct. It'll just, you know, we're just betting big, man. We are, dude, this is where you buy low on Symbol. You buy the Reds low right now. (laughs) Here's my thing. As a fan who last year had season tickets, and I got the thing in the mail saying like, hey, you know, your first payment for season tickets is coming up. I look at that piece of paper and I look at how much it is and I go, if I'm investing in the Reds like this and I'm investing not just money, my time, energy doing this, I need some type of reason to check that box, put in my credit card information, put it back in the mail and send it to them. Because at this point, they are not doing that. I mean... They are. I mean, well, that, a that manifests. Great American Ballpark is not a full park. No. Ever. And what fills it up? Fans. Yeah. And how do you get fans there? You win. And how do you win? With the right pieces. Yeah. Instead of. So, um, I fully can't, in good consciousness, sign that and put it in and go, maybe. Right. This youth move, maybe this youth movement, give me some excitement and some reason. In the you sign Jock Peterson or you sign Adam Duvall, I'm putting that in the mail immediately. Yeah, because then I'm like, okay, those a numbers, reason to go to the park. A reason those line up. You have found a, a suitable replacement in my book. Here you go. That'll that's enough for me. That's enough, honestly, because yeah. I believe in what we're doing with this pitching department. I believe what DJ is going to do. I believe in all of that. Even if they trade Luis, I still believe that this is going to be a fun next season if you address and do that and if Nick is healthy. And then the rest of it will sort itself out. Yeah, right fielder. And then, yeah, I would just love to be excited about a bullpen arm Think about a hun- that we bring in. Think about 120 games with Tyler Stevenson behind the dish, though. Yeah. That's exciting stuff. That's a really, that's really, really exciting. And, you know, yeah, the money thing, just going back to the Tucker thing, like, we can't have Tyler catching that many games. Mm -mm. Or he turns into Joe Maurer. He's six foot four, 250 pounds. He's a goddamn horse human, you know? He's a behemoth of a man. Right. 
I don't. Yeah, you you lose. To, we're not better without Tucker. No, I mean catcher is like a legit need. That's another question mark. You can put it pretty high up on the list for me. Is is a platoon catcher? You know, right? And and don't bring because there's this weird trend going around baseball where it's like every other starting catcher bats ninth in buck seventy five. Sure. And then you also have Mike Zanino, who's coming off of a career year, yeah. hitting in, in in Tampa, just hitting dingers and bombs and care, helping carry that offense. Yeah. Um. He, I look. I think that we aren't. You are perfectly stating the importance of the catcher position and, and all that stuff. The big thing is, is that we are going to have a vast improvement with the bat with Tyler Stevenson, right? And yeah, that's a big stick to have in the lineup. More huge. Um. And then, uh, I mean, Johnny Bench tweeted and pointed it out. Mike Kolofsky, who we have. Uh, oh, yeah. Gold, he's the a, Olympian. The Olympian. He'll be the second catcher. Johnny, yeah, I did see that. So, Old like, JB on Twitter. You know, it's not as it, defensively you might lose a, bit, a little bit, but offensively you're going to gain so much. Um, so it still sucks, but I think we're still in a good spot in that position that is literally the lowest on my questions and on my board going into the 2022 season it's bringing in that second guy yeah number one for me is is your bullpen is getting a real closer and figuring or, or figuring out who it is early in the spring training which i don't i want to have a known commodity that can shut down games the market isn't in much of a need for a lot of closers in the game at the moment and seeing that the White Sox picked up Kimbrell's option takes another thing off the board. Right. Um, and there aren't a lot of teams out there looking for a bona fide closer. Um, and then two, it's right field. So bon- closer one, two right field, and then three, whatever's going to happen with Luis. So La wild ride off season baseball, baby. That's right. We're Figuring it. it out. And we'll keep hearing more and more every week. And, um, and event, you know, maybe we'll take a week off. If nothing's happening, then it's like, oh, we have to come on because something just happened. Right. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Uh, I feel good about this. You feel good about that? I feel great. I feel t- fantastic. Great pod. Great pod. Quick ripper. Quick you guys, afternoon ripper. You guys ripper. are welcome, man. <laughs> Bill's sitting in his office right now. In the dude. office. In my fleece shorts, dude. These are game changers. Those are comfy looking. Dude, unreal. Like, yeah, dude. I like those. It feels like my balls are sitting on like a velvet pillow. Yeah, man. It's very holiday season-y. Oh, this green? No, I'm just thinking more of like the softness and like the sweaters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You that know? makes sense. No, not the green. It's more of a seafoam. Oh, this is a true seafoam. I also have like tan ones that are like very sensual. Those are sexy, man. So let's round third and head for home. Where can you, uh, where, where can we see you this week? I'll take this time. I'll say happy birthday to the one and only Webby boy. Yeah, Mike Webster. Mike Webster's turning 53. (laughs) 72 ducking years old. Man, yeah. (laughs) Happy birthday, Mike. We love you. I love you. You're my cousin. Yeah. Yeah. Wyatt, kiss that baby for me. Yes. Shout out, Megan. Shout out, Megan. You got to. Hell yeah. Happy birthday, Webby. Um, Thursday night, I'm going to be back down in Lexington, the home of Webster. There it is. And Friday, I'm at World Glass Bar here in uh, Cincinnati. Here in Mount Adams. In Mount Adams. Beautiful Mount Adams. On top of the Mount, dude. That's Come right. Come check me out, dog. Uh, I. 
to uh, Thursday, I will be uh, at this at this venue called Bogarts. Not performing. I'm seeing Guar. My God. Got That's on the tonight? guest list. It's tonight with with dear friend Giles Chickering. That's really wild, dude. It's gonna be wild. I've never seen them. I've only listened to some of their music, but I've heard the stage show was worth the price of admission, which for me was free. So let's fucking go. Excellent. Tomorrow night I'll be at Mount Adams too. Oh yeah, well glass. glass bar, uh, dude. That's yeah. a, I think it's gonna be a good one. You, me, uh, Alex Taylor, Gretchen. Yep. Alex Taylor hasn't moved yet. Yeah, Alex Taylor. Yelling. That's why I think it's going to be a good one. Again, you know, he's leaving town in a couple days. Get all his friends. It's the last Pack show at that bar. It'll be fun. The the world. The last world glassed. <laughs> glassed. Beautiful. World glassed bar. Um, and then um, I've got some other stuff coming up too. All most of it local. Um, let me pull up the calendar because I've got some other stuff coming up. Uh, oh yeah, Thursday, next Thursday, the 18th, uh, I'll be doing Motormouth. Nice. And then next Wednesday, I'll be doing Chameleon with opening for Mr. Garrett Teitelbaum, friend of the podcast. Oh, excellent. That'll be a fun show. Shout out Gary Tights. Gary Titles. So, um, perfect. Well, that's what we got coming up. That's about what we got going on, Papas and Mamas. That's what we got. A little quick heater. Uh, thank you. To Symbol for sponsoring the pod. Thank you to Spotify Green Room for sponsoring the podcast. And thanks to Sports, Sports Drink, Drink for, for being our podcast daddies. For being our zaddies. Thank and you. Thanks to you for listening. Gulp, gulp. We love you. We love you so much. Uh, and as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty, y'all. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. 
I love my Skims Wireless Form Bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.